0: Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to The New Jesus. I think I've got great news for you as we start today. Uh, We started doing New Jesus about 16 months ago and typically do one every week. There have been two or three where I was out of town or or something like that that we uh, did not do one or did an old one. And, uh, And the great majority of those for the last 16 months from the time we started have been like 45 minutes to an hour long, which is not what I intended when I started. I was hoping these would be like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes long, you know, like one or two great nuggets for the week. Um, it just didn't work out that way. Um, but from now on, I'm hoping and praying that that will be the case, that the great majority of them are now going to be like 15, 20 minutes because we've covered a lot of the stuff that took more explanation in those first 16 months and then two weeks ago i did sort of a a intermission break compilation of a lot of the things that we've talked about over 16 months and that one was three hours long okay but it's the only one that's that long and uh You don't have to watch that if you don't want. If you've been watching all of them, uh, you might just watch like the last hour of that one two weeks ago that was three hours, because you've probably seen the rest of it. The last hour should be kind of diving off into some new stuff. And then uh, last week we continued. And then this week, I'm hoping, is the start of the one or two nuggets, 15 to 20 minutes, Um, Thing So, uh, please give me feedback, Um, do you like the longer ones better, I don't tend to go, I'm not intending to go back to that, but uh, we love your feedback, and we will answer, okay, Uh, contact at thehealingcodes.com is how to reach us by email, there's an 800 number 2, I don't remember what it is right now, but you can find it on our main website, DrAlexanderLoyd.com. Uh, and Lloyd is one L. The two L's are all crooks. That's uh, a joke, sort of. There is a myth about that, but it's mainly a joke. Okay, so let's get started uh, today. Um, Our postulate. In order to feel and experience the truth about yourself and who you really are, which determines almost everything for your whole life, every day, in order to understand that truth and your circumstances and how to interpret them and discern correctly versus incorrectly so that you can make the right choice, we need to experience God's will for our feelings. Um, and uh, if you remember, maybe you don't remember because you... Haven't seen that episode, but we talked about the difference in emotions and feelings. Emotions tend to be about our physical and external circumstances. Feelings tend to be our heart, the issues of the heart, not the pump heart, the spiritual. I love you with all my heart. Heart that 3,000 years ago, Solomon said, Man, this is the most important thing. Guard this with your life. Guard your heart above everything else for from it flow the issues of life. And scholars tell me what that means is basically any problem you could ever have comes from there. And if you want to heal it out, the source needs to be addressed there in your memories, in the spiritual heart. Okay, so let's move forward. So, how do you feel the truth? Prayer. Father, what is your will for my feelings right now? You ever think about that? I'm having these feelings. Maybe uh, joy. Maybe anger right? Whatever. They change constantly, right? And there's always a thought or phrase or word attached to them. That So if the feeling is negative, the thought, feeling or word will be negative. If the feeling is positive, the thought, feeling or word will be positive. But again, based on the research, the average person leans 80% to the negative. Every day. About pretty much everything. 80% to the negative. Okay. So, that means some of your feelings aren't true. They're a lie. Okay? Uh, and, And that's what we've been talking about. What the world says, what our feelings might say, versus what God says is true. And if those conflict, then what I believe is the thing that's wrong, not what God says in Scripture is true or the leading of the holy spirit or your conscience and all three of those will be in harmony okay are you willing to accept god's truth about your feelings even if it means more pain rather than less and i would posit or suggest to you today That until you get there, until you get to the place where you are willing to accept God's will for your feelings regardless of what His will is. More pain, less pain in between. uh, In my belief and experience, you, you don't really know who you are completely until you get to that place we talked in the last few weeks about how you can't really live until you willingly without resistance die now that's a metaphorical death okay now when we we will die physically and that'll be a transformation too to the next world but we're to die here metaphorically spiritually that's that's what conversion is okay so um uh where are you on that okay right now today are you willing for god's will to be done right now about your feelings whether that means pleasure pain in between or something else doesn't matter what it means i accept your will i ask for your will for my feelings right now. What I'll pray sometimes is, Father, please transform my anger into the opposite of anger, to patience. Please transform my fear into love. Please transform my um, uh, anxiety and fear into peace. Please transform my habit or addiction to lust, to true love. Please transform my habit or addiction to alcohol into uh, a desire for uh, healthy water and uh, milk and liquids that uh, make me stronger and hydrate my body and is healthy for me and keeps me in balance. And, And that doesn't mean I can't have a drink every once in a while. I mean, that depends on your personality, your... DNA. Some people, they have that one drink, and now they're an alcoholic for life, so you need to be careful about that. But in moderation, in balance, yeah, the drinking's not an issue. It's if it gets out of balance and becomes a negative habit or an addiction. But that's my prayer, is, Father, I'll name the thing that's causing pain. Please transform this anger into uh, patience, but... That's not. I'm not finished. Your will be done, even if it means more anger, even if it means I go from anger to uh, I'm not safe or or whatever. Okay. God uses pain as a tool to keep taking us higher and higher in our life. All right. So um, pain. We've got to change how we look at pain. From pleasure equals good, pain equals bad, to know sometimes pleasure is bad and pain is good. All right, so what that really means is I don't necessarily know what's best for me. So the safest thing, if that's true, would be your will be done. You do know. You know everything. You know what I'll do tomorrow, 10 years from now, You knew me before the foundation of the world, okay? So the safest place I can be, the best place I can be in order to experience my best day or the the best next hour I can experience is for his will to be done. The problem is most of us will only do that if it means less pain and more pleasure. If it means more pain and less pleasure, we don't want God's will. We want our will. And typically, we take over, take control, and that's what we do. Not what we think might be God's will, but would lead to more pain or less pleasure. Where are you? One of the big issues here to me, when I really started, I I haven't finished, but started to understand grace after years, it's still difficult to wrap my head around because it's always a miracle, okay? Uh, Which we talked about last week or the week before. But to me, one of the biggest points here that you have to really, really believe with with all your heart, you have to know it's true, is that the sin is not yours. Father, if your truth is that I'm not guilty of that sin that I remember doing five minutes ago, if it's your truth that I'm not guilty of that or any sin, will you please remove the lie that I am guilty of it? Because I can remember doing it five minutes ago. But his truth that we've been looking at over and over and over, I'm not guilty through Jesus. Okay. We are blameless and innocent through Jesus Christ, so if we are feeling guilt, about the sin we committed five minutes ago or five years ago or 30 years ago we're believing a lie one more time if you're feeling guilty about a sin that jesus paid for and if you can honestly say from your heart the bottom of your heart Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I'll never be obedient perfectly, but I'm never gonna turn away from you and I'm gonna try my best with your help, okay? If that's true of you, then if you feel guilty about a sin, you're believing a lie. Because scripture says you're not guilty, even though you do remember it from five minutes or 30 years or whatever. But now, he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight. When? In heaven? No! Now! Without blemish and free from any accusation including the accusation you have against yourself because you remember doing the sin five minutes ago and you knew it was wrong maybe even knew it was wrong before you ever did it and did it anyway for the sake of pleasure pain or some other self-interest okay colossians 1 so that is the truth so if you're feeling the guilt it's a lie you're not guilty and you've got to start telling yourself so you've got to start taking that thought captive i did the sin five minutes ago here comes guilt i've got to i've got to take that captive and say wait a minute yes i remember doing the sin five minutes ago okay but because of the miracle of God's grace and his unbelievable love for me and Jesus coming to earth and dying and raising on the third day and ascending back to heaven and now he's at the right hand of the Father with all power in heaven and on earth given to him by God constantly interceding for me and for you at the right hand of the Father, this is the truth. Not the guilt. Even though, again, you remember doing it, but by the miracle of his grace and love that he had in place before the foundations of the earth, before you were ever born. This is the truth. And now, because of his truth, because he, because he has overcome death through the blood of Jesus, We can have the miracle, which is even though I did it five minutes ago, I'm not guilty. Take that captive. To do that, you virtually always have to change a belief. And again, what's the problem with that? Well, we've said it over and over and over. How do you believe something you don't believe? It's it's a little bit of a conundrum, all right. We can see the truth about being innocent and blameless in Scripture, but how do you go from knowing that intellectually, like left brain, to experiencing it, right brain, heart, feelings, emotions, conscious, unconscious, etc.? How do you go from that, okay? Because a lot of you, that's where you are. You intellectually maybe can see that this stuff is true and biblical, but it's not what you feel. Well, the reason you don't feel it is you don't really believe it. What you believe is what you can see and touch, and if you can't see and touch it, you don't believe it. Well, what can you not see and touch? Love? Faith? Belief? Joy? Peace? Forgiveness? Worth? All of that you can't see and touch, okay? So if we're basing this on what we can see and touch and left brain intellect, you're in big trouble and your feelings are gonna be a lie that takes you to negative habits, addictions, and a vicious cycle uh, fulfilling the definition of insanity. In other words, how do we believe what we don't believe? We need to get, you gotta get information This is part of that. Weigh this, but weigh other stuff too. Don't believe it just because I say it. Search in scripture for yourself. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. Uh, Consult your conscience. If you've not done that in a while, you may have to do it a while before it becomes kind of reliable again, all right, because you've not been listening. So it may be uh, is seared over or, or something like that but it's still there and can come back if you uh, desire that and submit it to God okay so you got to get new information and be in relationship with Jesus the Holy Spirit and the Father through prayer and fellowship we need to feel that relationship and give him control And by the way, this is the way you build any relationship. You don't build any relationship without communication. You don't build any relationship, if it's going to be a close long-term one, without commitment. You don't build any relationship um, without communion, intimacy. And the more you communicate, and the more you share of yourself with someone else, and be vulnerable to them, which is what we're called to—confess your faults one to another, carry each other's burdens, submit one to another, etc.—the more you do that with anybody, the closer you become. Unless they're coming from like a a, a total self-interest place, and even and if that's true it might be hard to get intimate with them because they're either going to be lying or withholding and not willing to share, all right? But with someone who is willing, man, that's how you become close, intimate. And I'm talking more and more and more and for life. And each one of those are going to become a power source in you. Each one of those loving relationships is going to become a power source in you for the rest of your life that powers your physical body, uh, what you do or don't do, your energy levels, sleep, uh, your career, you name it. Your happiness versus unhappy, all of that. Um, And give God control in that relationship. Father, we are in relationship, but your will be done about everything. Period. That's it. Now we we can discuss, and I believe God wants that. That's what prayer is. All right. But at the bottom, at the end of it all, should always be just like Jesus the night before His birth, but before His de- uh, death, Your will be done. And Paul asking three times for the thorn in the flesh, the answer was no. Well, did. Paul pitch a temper tantrum? No, not that we can tell, all right? He accepted that, evidently. No loving father. God has described to us in Scripture as a loving father, as a perfect father, which none of us have ever known on this earth. No loving father would tell their child to feel guilty when they've nothing to feel guilty about. Okay? So God would not want us to feel guilt for a sin that Jesus has paid for. Jesus owns it. We are free of it. We are blameless and not guilty, as we just read in that scripture. That would be cruel, that would be mean. For a father to say, you're not guilty of that, but I'm going to manipulate with my words to make you believe you're guilty. Ha ha! Won't that be fun? Guys, that's... guys, Guys, this is the South. Guys means everybody. Sorry about that. Guys and gals, that's not what God does. That's what Satan does. Satan's the one that does that. Father of lies, father of confusion, lies to you to convince you that you are guilty And and by the way, in the natural, that's the only thing that makes sense when you are not guilty because God did a miracle to make it so. Okay. Um, If we have given our life to Jesus and we sin, it's not you that did the sin. That's Paul, Romans 8. Save my life, one of the most amazing statements in all of Scripture. It's sin living in you. What is that? I believe it's your memories that have lies in them or falsehoods and fear. That's not life or death fear. Like, you know, your house is burning down or something like that. Somebody's chasing you with a knife. Now that's a separate deal. You're supposed to have fear there, but not in general for our, the rest of our life, okay? Um, his will for our life is always better than what we think our best life would be, okay? His will is always better than that because His is what's perfect for us. And that's, uh, I believe, Galatians. Is that Galatians one? No, I believe that's James one. Count it all joy when the pain and stuff happens, because it'll do this, that'll do that, that'll do that, and in the end, it will make you the perf. It will make you perfect. It will make you the perfect version of you, which is kind of connecting the dots from what Jesus said in Matthew 5 when at the end of the Beatitudes he says, so, be perfect. Well, James 1 tells us how. how. It's through not running away from pain and to pleasure, but your will be done, even if that means embracing pain and backing off of pleasure sometimes. Okay? Okay? So, no matter what you think you want, your best life can only happen if His will is what's being done, not your self-interest will tied to the flesh. Okay! And that is it for this week! Can you believe it? I think this is the shortest one I've ever done. I mean, it's... It's a big deal for me, not a big deal for you. But anyway, um, so, so this week, that's kind of the nugget. Your feelings need to be transformed by God. And I believe Scripture tells us how they are. We take them captive, give them to Him, and God promises what He will do in our life if we choose Him, give him control overall and in any situation or specific moment okay so um, this is really hard to do because when i remember the sin five minutes ago i think i should be feeling guilty but god says in his miracle plan of grace no i've taken care of the sin and the guilt if you're blameless you're not guilty if you're not guilty you should not feel guilty that is satan's plan not god's so i hope this is beneficial and start working on those feelings this week by developing a closer closer more loving truthful intimate relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit by spending time in Scripture, spending time um, addressing your conscience, and spending time constantly in prayer. The Tevye prayer. Um, Pray about everything, all the time. Out loud, in your mind, all of the above. And you'll start becoming closer and closer, and the closer you get to the Lord, the more your feelings will change from that 80% negative to 80% positive. And, and guys, the reason, one of the reasons this is so difficult, this is, the last, this is the last point. If you remember from the seven deadly forces that we talked about months ago, one of those was that if you are given facts, undisputable, indisputable facts, that something you believe is not true, it will cause you to believe the wrong belief more than you did before you were presented with the conclusive facts. Absolutely unbelievable. But that goes along with the 80% negative. Once we give God control, become much more intimate, closer to Him, that 80% negative starts going to 80% positive, and we quit believing the lies they're not threat the truth is not threatening to us we accept it and integrate it with god's help and sometimes all god 100 percent, none of me uh, sometimes some of me okay it's different for everyone and in my experience for every situation so okay i went a little longer than 15 20 minutes with this last thing sorry about that but i am going to try to keep it short as possible from now on okay so uh thank you so very much let us know how you're doing any questions any feedback and have a wonderful blessed day because it is a blessed day because god loves you and so do i whatever that's worth have a great day